I'm Lily, and you're listening to How to Win Friends and Influenza, the podcast. The podcast recorded while traveling. Well, today we're talking about video games and one of the awesome lessons that they confer. And this particular lesson is about having a goal versus finding people and then finding a goal. In a lot of RPGs, role-playing games, what happens is you've got some massive, important quest that if it's not completed, the whole world is going to end. And like, instead of actually spreading awareness about this quest so that many members of the public could work on it together and reach an extremely effective outcome, what the hero does is try to take it all on with them and a group of gradually acquired teammates. But what happens is that the goal comes first. It's pretty clear what they want to do, even if they don't know exactly how they're going to do it. And then as they go on the quest, more people or objects or things then come to help them. For example, in Pokemon, you start off with one Pokemon, you acquire more and more Pokemon because your quest is clear. You want to be the most ethical, animal, appreciating Pokemon trainer there ever was by enslaving as many of the creatures as you can. It's pretty clear. You want to defeat the Elite Four, you want to conquer all of that. Conquer the Pokedex and the Gym Leaders and the Elite Four and the legendary Pokemon. Just conquer everything. But at least that's clear. You know what you're working towards. There are other games where you face a series of, of boss battles and you'll gradually acquire more and more characters who join your party and everyone gets stronger together. But again, all of this is fairly clear. You don't often see it the other way around in these kinds of epic quest adventures where you just have a random bunch of people hanging around and then you figure out what you want to do based on that. That's kind of what more happens in real life. You have a bunch of hooligans hanging out together outside the bar and then they decide to break in and steal some whiskey bottles or something like that. Hopefully they don't do that. Preferably people would be hanging around being like, what should they do? And then they decide to enroll in community college together, something like that. But in any case, that's what actually happens in real life a lot. People look at what they have and there is a certain element of doing that of playing with the cards you've dealt and playing to your strengths. There is a certain time and place for that. But what happens when you have the presence of a very large goal? Well, playing to your strengths, playing to the things you've got works in general. Knowing your resources, that that makes sense. How could you play Settlers of Catan without understanding that? The problem is if you do have a very large goal, an important calling, and that isn't recognized first. If you've got that, then the most important thing is that goal. And then finding ways to achieve that goal using what you have is what comes next. So playing to your strengths, playing with the cards you've got doesn't mean you settle for what you have now. You just look at the natural statistics, like Pikachu is an electric type Pokemon. That part doesn't change. But there are things you can do to power it up and make it more powerful on top of that. What are your natural inclinations? So, so this is the difference. The other thing is that people and characters are attracted to your quest, firstly because they're programmed to do that, but secondly because what you have is so compelling, an important quest, things that people agree with, and then the right people come. You don't get every NPC in every game all following you so you have a party of a thousand. 
you get a select few characters who who really sympathize with the quest they feel pity for the quest so maybe not sympathize maybe they just really em- empathize maybe they're just really in tune with that goal and they agree with it that's how your party is formed so what can you learn from this well it's the idea that an important meaningful goal is what comes first and the resources and the people who join you who are the right fit for you come second because you don't know what you're going towards then what kind of people are going to be attracted to that well you won't really know just people who are floating at least if you have some vague direction of the important thing you want to do then that's a start and that's how you signal to people who are going to be your breed and your kind that you're kind of on the same page if you don't know exactly what that page is like you might have this vague idea that you want to defeat the large enemy boss you might not know how to do it but at least having that idea is something because that's the difference between all the other NPCs who just sit around doing nothing they're just barmaids or or working in the blacksmith because that's what they're programmed to do because they have no other higher purpose and that's what can separate you if you can find yourself only to the convenient resources you have now then how can you achieve such a quest in fact you may not ever be doing something new enough and exciting enough to go and discover what that quest is not every game happens from a disruption out of the control of the main hero what happens is there's an environmental change there's an awakening but the hero also responds to that call to action in summary what you need to do is figure out the big life grand mission and then the party comes second for other stuff the small things that can completely be the other way around you might look at the friends you have and think well it's time for a picnic and then you go and have a picnic or a barbecue and the activity doesn't matter but that's a completely different situation in this case we're talking about the game of your life the quest of your life what that entails